With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Final night without Big Ben Maller here on the Ben Maller Podcast. My name is Chris Plank. The crew is carrying me tonight. Roberto Flores gets into an angle that we need to focus on as it pertains to Shohei Otani. Coop, Coop is fired up because the Angels stink. And Eddie Garcia is here to make sure we stay on track. And he takes us off the rails talking about naked Rick Majerus. It's all coming up on this episode of the Ben Maller Show. Oh, yes. Final night, Maller Militia, without your leader. So I'll be your – what was it uh, on Twitter? You're Andy Dalton for one night. Though I mean, at least Alex Smith won a playoff game. Give me that. Welcome in to the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. My name is Chris Plank. The crew, though, is here, as they have been the last two nights, to make sure I don't screw it up too much, to make sure the house stays in order. Though, again, kudos, congrats, high fives. I don't know. Are we allowed to, to bro-hug anymore with uh, the Delta variant? To Ben Maller in his new home, as he is on his way to getting rid of the gremlins. All right, do we need to set odds, Roberto, on how quickly the gremlins get into the com- uh, I, I say the computer, but I mean the the system. I mean, is this is this move simply to cure that issue, which would be hilarious, right? Ben moves homes to make sure that his equipment doesn't fail instead of coming back in studio. That would be a fantastic storyline. But are, are we putting odds or percentages on this to see whether or not that fixes what? I don't know if you would call it a consistent issue, but a frustrating one, right? First show back. First show back because he jinxed it. Did he? Yeah, he he pretty much guaranteed that this move would take care of all the issues. That's a big Ben moving. But uh, we're here. I, I got to listen now. You know, I'm kind of excited to get back on my regular sleep schedule 
which I don't know how you guys do this on a regular basis, so kudos to the men and women who work the third shift or have to live the third shift life. This is not easy, and there's not a lot of humans to interact with outside of us, so what's, what's the phrase that one of your coaches would always use whenever you were like a youth sports team member or you were a high school football player we all we got let's go that's how that's how i feel you know from one to five a central two to six eastern let's go but ben will be back tomorrow and we'll put that over under at hour two right in a four-hour show would you say the gremlins reemerge before or after hour two we'll take your bets tonight here on Fox Sports Radio. As always, if you know what you want to talk about before we get there, 877-99 on Fox, jump in line, get in here. We'll take your calls throughout the first couple of hours of the show. Uh, we're all very active on Twitter, especially during the program. I'm at Plank Show. Eddie is at Eddie on Fox. Roberto's at Raider underscore Rob 24. And Coop is at UH Bronco Fan. Got a lot. Otani continues to rake. The Dodgers have actually gained two games in five days on the Giants. And Ron Rivera is worried about the kids. What about the kids? Plus, we had a, uh, you know, these practices that have become the preseason games. You end up getting more in the NFL out of them than you ever do on game day. And apparently we've learned that Hunter Renfro owns Jalen Ramsey which might be the reason that Ben's off tonight. But I can assure you if, uh, if he was here, there would be some sort of defense made for Jalen Ramsey as to why he can now refer to Hunter Renfro as dad. But leading off the show, leading off the show, I have a confession to make, right? I, I feel like that sometimes in sports, and we talked about this a lot last night, I don't understand why certain things become a big deal. Like, I, you can tell me that he's a personality or he's a storyline all you want, but I will never understand a nonstop conversation about Tim Tebow getting cut. And again, to defend myself, our conversation wasn't about Tebow. Our concern was, what's y'all's problem if that's all you got to talk about? And that's proper English. Um, so, so, to me, there's a lot of things that happen in sports, and I want to... This is an issue. This is something that we're talking about. This is still a problem, or this is a triggering point for some people. No time has that been magnified more in my world than today when the Draymond Green, Kevin Durant saga played out in front of our ears and eyes, or however, I guess you could say, you consumed the conversation between Katie and Draymond Green in his video podcast. Now, full disclosure, I hadn't really thought all that much about the Warriors with Kevin Durant. I, I feel like everyone has a, a time in their life where they do things, and when they decide to close that chapter, they move on. Don't need a lot to uh, overly explain it. Maybe feelers get hurt. Maybe you've accomplished everything you can in a certain place. You decide you want to be somewhere else. So I I got to be honest with you. I didn't know there were still, or still, issues percolating from Katie making his decision to leave Golden State for Brooklyn. Now, full disclosure, I, I live in a state, I cover a team regularly that has a fan base that Kevin Durant in the Oklahoma City Thunder – Kevin Durant could cure cancer, end world hunger, negotiate a peace treaty between basically every single group of bad people in the world and bring them all on the same page. He could, um, he could basically end homelessness and Oklahoma City fans would still be pissed at Kevin Durant. I mean, that's just the reality of it. So I basically live in a world where anything that Kevin Durant ever said, and you, you know this if you're listening in the 918 or the 405, I'm not making fun of anyone. It's the reality of it. This, this dude might be the most hated figure in the state that has a panhandle ever. 
because he made that decision to go to Golden State. And as we learned, he doesn't give an F what you think about it. Sorry, OKC. There's not moments where he stays up at night and goes, man, why did I ever leave OKC? But apparently, what we have learned is there was quite a bit that had still lingered from the blow-up between Draymond Green and Kevin Durant at the uh, in the Clippers game a couple years ago. I, I honestly, I hadn't thought twice about that since it happened. Guess what? He got hurt in the playoffs. Durant doesn't get hurt. I mean, I think they still end up winning another title. They 3 P, And then we'll see what that decision is going forward if they end up 3 peating and if that maybe changes his mind to keep him around as opposed to leaving and going and do something else. Uh, so when this blew up today, I was shocked. Now, there are certain things, I guess, in sports where we do feel like we need conclusion, right? At some point in my life, I need the NFL to admit that they absolutely positively made up the tuck rule, and it was never a thing until they realized their beloved New England Patriots were going down to John Gruden and the Raiders. I need finality. I need I need closure on that. I'm sure that there's people in conference realignment conversations right now in college sports that need closure. Oh, Oklahoma City fans, they need closure. But you just don't get it. So this whole saga around Draymond Green and Kevin Durant's conversation that came out today in Katie's uh, in Draymond's podcast was more about Draymond Green getting closure. And I don't know if it was something then that permeated through a fan base. Is that something Golden State needed? Is that something Warrior fans needed to hear? Because all it really did was turn the blame back on the organization. So if you missed it, if you missed it, here's a couple of the highlights. This is Draymond Green's podcast, and he and Kevin Durant went one-on-one, and one of the big topics was their argument that led to a Draymond Green one-game suspension, and Draymond wanted to clear the air about whether or not it led to Kevin Durant leaving Golden State. From my own personal sanity, because I've been getting my kicked ever since you left so just for my own personal sanity how much did our argument against the Clippers drive you to ultimately lead the Warriors it wasn't the argument it was the the way that everybody Steve Kerr act like it didn't happen Bob Myers and tried to just discipline you and think that that would put the mask over everything. I really felt like that was such a big situation for us as a group. The first time we went through something like that, we had to get that all out. I remember watching The Last Dance, and when Scotty didn't go into the game, the whole team in the locker room said, Scotty, that was up that you did that. We needed that. We just needed to throw all of that out on the table and say, yo, Dre, K, like, that was up that we even had to go through that. Let's just wipe our hands with that and go f- go finish the task. I don't think we did that and we tried to dance around it. I just didn't like how all of that, just the vibe between all of that, it just made it weird to me. And I'd rather us be who we say we are, family first, communication is key. Like, I, we didn't show that, and I, that's what rubbed me the wrong way more than anything. So I, I guess then my natural reaction to that, and probably a majority of our reactions to that is, why didn't you? I mean, it's... I understand that Draymond Green got suspended and basically got his ass ripped, but at what point did you all start getting together in separate locker rooms? At what point was there no time where you were preparing for a game together? At what point did you not basically prepare in the same place? Because you had thousands of opportunities after that from practice to travel to to where to sit down and hash it out and i i guess what we learned is from Draymond's perspective he uh he got mad he got triggered because Steve Kerr and ownership they kind of tried to turn and point the finger at him they pulled me in that room at signature for an hour and 45 minutes and they tried to tell me you need to apologize and I told them, I'll talk to Kay, 
but y'all aren't going to tell me what I need to say. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they went on for an hour and 45 minutes talking, saying a bunch of And ultimately, they realized, all right, we're not getting through to him. We're going to try again in the morning. And so we met the next morning, and they said, all right, you slept on it. You ready to apologize? And I told them right then and there, I said, y'all about to this up. I said, the only person that can make this right is me and Kay. And there's nothing that y'all can do, and y'all are going to this up. And in my opinion, they it up. I think so, too. They told me right then and there, like, we're going to suspend you for this game. I laughed in their face, literally laughed in their face. And Bob said to me, he said, uh, wow, that was not the reaction I was looking for or expecting. And I said, well, either I'm going to laugh in your face or I'm going to cuss you out. So you pick, I'm going to choose laugh. So I, I think what you're doing is funny. And so I'm going to laugh. And so it's interesting to hear you say essentially the same thing that I told them that day. I, I, again, let's rewind. I was surprised that this was a, an issue, that it still lingered to this day. I was shocked whenever I saw this dominate my uh, NBA timeline. Not as if there's a lot going on in the NBA, but then, of course, it, it, it bleeds through to everyone else. But, I mean, basically, Draymond Green is admitting that he allowed the way that the team handled this to not to not allow him then to handle it like he should have. So he says, oh, I've been getting beat up about this for so long. I, I, I hear what he says. I hear the reaction from the team, and I'm like, okay, they, they handled it wrong, sure, but, I mean, you still were playing with Kevin Durant. You were still in the locker room with Kevin Durant. You still had these opportunities to, as you both put it, throw it all out there. Why didn't you? It, I guess more than anything else, it's, it's the end of, of what we thought could have been a dynastic situation. So in that instance, it's newsworthy, and it's something worth talking about, and everyone always wants to know why something couldn't continue forever and ever. But in this instance, I don't, I, I don't really know if Draymond Green comes out looking like the dude that did things the right way. It's like, oh, okay. Whew. I'm glad it wasn't me that was the problem because, well, I mean, it really was when I got pissed that they suspended me and I, I decided that I was going to laugh at them instead of go back to you. I mean, did, did they ban you from still talking to Kevin Durant? 877-99 on Fox. I don't know how much traction this gets tonight. I don't even care. But it's just one of the more fascinating things now because as we go around the horn with the crew, of course, Eddie Garcia is here tonight. He, uh, he gets one more night of uninterrupted updates. Eddie, I feel like every single night I come in here, I'm revolting against the big story in sports for some reason. How dare we talk about Tebow? And then I'm, I don't know, did, did Draymond Green think that this was going to end up making him look like the good guy today in this saga with Kevin Durant? Though I'm sure in Oklahoma City, in the state of Oklahoma, he is because, yeah, you showed Kevin Durant. But, I mean, they had opportunities to still hash this out even if he was suspended by the team, right? Uh, I would say yes. Uh, I don't <laughs> look. You know, I'm not an NBA. I know guy. you're not an NBA guy. I'm sorry. So, no, no, I'm no, sorry. no, no, no. It's fine. Uh, so I, I'm just saying. I I don't. I didn't know about this until now. So I, so every <laughs> so everything that I'm hearing, I'm learning right now, which is fine. Uh, and so I'm listening to this for the first time, and I'm I'm forming my opinion on the fly here. And uh, yeah, first of all, you asked, does Draymond Green thinks that this makes him look good? I don't think Draymond Green sees things like most people see things, right? I mean, he's, uh, I mean, look at his own career. Uh, he thinks he's a Hall of Famer, right? When he isn't at all, right? I mean, I'm, I'm like, I'm not an well, NBA guy, but you know, he has a very much an inflated idea of how important he is uh in the grand scheme of things to, in, that's the way that's my read on it he's not Steph Curry he's not even close to that uh but he thinks he's vitally important to you know a championship team but anyway uh, so so the the fact that he doesn't see things clearly gotcha. doesn't surprise me uh because I think he looks terrible in this I think Kevin Durant <laughs> looks terrible in this as well uh and they can blame Steve Kerr and Bob Myers all they want and maybe you know they didn't handle the right way maybe they did I don't know but so my question is, and I think you're basically asking me the same thing, 
is so once this wasn't handled correctly, why didn't Kevin and Draymond get together and figure it out and talk about it? It's like, why did the whole team have to get them together to do it? Why couldn't they do it on their own? I don't know. Is, I don't know. Right? Am I? Am yeah, that's, I? You're you're exactly hitting okay. where where my frustration I, is in this whole saga. You're you're, you're hitting it. I am curious to hear what the NBA fans uh, on the staff have to say about this. That's, okay, so uh, Roberto, Kevin Durant is the biggest B in the world. You can say Biatch Are we in the same zone right? yet? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah we can. We can say yeah. I say bitch all the time. Yeah, okay, he's the biggest yeah. Biatch in the world, man. <laughs> Kobe and Shaq hated each other's guts, man, and they were able to to win three you know, three titles in a row. It's, it's it's unreal, man. I, I don't know. I just think Kevin Durant. He's he sounds awful. Kevin Durant sounds bad. Yeah, you're right. And and honestly, there's some people that just they're never going to be able to win mainstream, right? Katie can sometimes, but even in this instance, I don't know, Coop. I I felt like that they're pointing a finger at the the Warriors and their front office and their coach and the way they handled it, and I'm and I'm still just kind of shocked that neither one of them looked at each other and said, all right, let's, let's go handle this man to man. Right. Yeah, uh, Draymond looks awful. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of in shock. I'm kind of in shock. And I, I see every, Oh, I'm so glad you guys had this conversation. I saw that's how it ended up in my timeline. I think uh, my guy, Vinny Bonsignor who covers the Raiders who dominated the Rams today in a team workout. But I, I, I saw him tweeting in my timeline. It's like, thank you guys so much for having this conversation. I was like, okay, listen. Why didn't they have it then? <laughs> I thank you. It's very I mean, it doesn't cool. matter now. They don't play on the team together. Who cares if they have it now? <laughs> uh, Coop, you want to throw something in on this before we grab our initial timeout on the show? I know you're a big NBA guy. Uh, I mean, I am, but, like, I just I can't stand Kevin Durant. Uh, I just, like like Roberto said, I, just, I, think, he's, I, think, I just think he's a lame-ass. And that's probably yeah. why they didn't handle it back then, because he was probably being a little pouty bitch. They were worried about him not handling it mentally correctly. And he wants to sit here now, what are we, three years, four years removed from it? And say, man, we should have handled that like men. We should have. We should have really, you know, had this thrown out like Scotty and Michael did. I'm so- with the initial thought. Who cares? We should be talking for four hours about Shohei Otani, uh, the best story in sports. Well, let's do it. <laughs> because in all honesty, uh, that's my big story of the night. Major League Baseball continues to have a transcendent superstar, and y'all need to start taking notice. We'll dive into the Shohei Otani yes. show. And your call's next at 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Final night for me, in for Ben. It's Fox Sports Radio. Otani! (laughs) Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my from this idea of, what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast. To start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. We believe in the power of the people in the Maller Militia. Get the most out of the Ben Maller Show listening experience by adding your touch. Take a few seconds to follow your host on Twitter. He's in for Ben Maller. He's Chris Plank. He's at Plank Show. And you can tweet at and follow me, Eddie Garcia, your humble sidekick, the voice of reason. I'm at Eddie on Fox. No play for Mr. Gray. And now live from the Fox Sports <laughs> Radio Studios, it's Chris Plank. <laughs> I, I'm such a child. I'm such a child. I love... Uh, as opposed to all the mature people <laughs> right, that work on right. the show. I, I just... The, the drops crack me up. I'm still uh, giggling by the way, about... Oh, go ahead. Uh... That impression that was saved many, many years ago uh-huh. was done live on the air to Walt Clyde Frazier. Ooh, well done. <laughs> if you get the reference, he was a part of those commercials with Keith yes. Hernandez, right? Yes. Just for men. Just for men. No play for Mr. Gray. <laughs> he was not impressed, by the way, with my impression of him. So I got to ask now. Listen, I, I, I open with NBA. I'm getting crushed right now on Twitter. Crushed. So, oh, ben, uh, get, ben gets crushed all the time when he's open yeah, up with NBA. Okay, so. I, listen, I'm a football guy. I, it's but but still, I I thought this was relevant to start with, but I love it. Um, did you let him know? Is like, hey, big fan of your work in commercials. What do you think of this? Pretty much exactly just- that, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I did that impression, and there was silence for a few seconds. <laughs> And he's like, "Well, he's like, not bad for your first time." And I'm like, "No, I've been practicing that for a while. No. It's not. I wasn't my. I didn't just pull that out of my, you know, my, my butt." I, uh, I, I, they're they're doing this thing uh, where I at, at Oklahoma, at the University of Oklahoma, uh, kind of a take off comedians and cars getting coffee, the Jerry Seinfeld thing. If you've seen it, yeah, and I love so that. It's great. And so they're we got a car dealer, and one of the coaches is jumping in with us, and and we're driving him around, and. Porter Moser and I did it today. Say he's the basketball coach. And <laughs> you're talking about when you do impressions. And again, I try to tell two stories about Rick Majerus. And I don't oh, know God. if. Because he played. I have a Majerus story. <laughs> oh, do you really? Yes. Right, well, let's listen. We're off the rails already. I let's know. Go. I know. Um, so I, I told both stories because he coached with Rick Majerus at St. Louis before he went to Loyola, Chicago, and Sister Jean and went to the Final Four. And I told. One story and kind of didn't get much of a reaction. And then I told my other story and I realized either I'm really telling these stories poorly 
it's just possible. Or he couldn't care less about the time when Rick Majerus almost made me cry as a reporter. So let's move on, shall we? Yeah, no. I so I can understand when you're like, oh, I've got something for you here. Here's my here's my impression, Walt Frazier. And he's like, that's that's good for the first time. And then whenever you tell a story, the guy just kind of looks at you like, all right, you got nothing for me. Does your story on Rick Majerus involve using a towel in any way, shape, or form, Eddie? Actually, it involves not using a towel. Oh, no. Oh, no. Did you see Rick Majerus naked? Yes, I did. Along with a room full of people. Do we need to give some context to it? It's- I mean, yeah, Rick Majerus was the coach at Utah at the time. Uh, they were in Fresno playing Fresno State, my alma mater. I was a young student reporter. Those were some good basketball teams back in the day. Was yeah. this the Courtney Alexander era? Uh, no, it was a little bit before that. It was okay. uh, it was Tark. Okay. Uh, All right. And, uh, you know, Majerus had uh, Keith Van Horn and Michael Doliak and those uh, guys. Andre, Andre Miller. Miller. Yeah. So anyway, we're in the bowels of Selland Arena, which is where a downtown arena where the Bulldogs used to play. They now have an on-campus arena. But uh, so the game's over. We're waiting for the coaches to come in and do their press conferences. And I guess Rick Majerus took a wrong turn, <laughs> and he walked fully nude into the press area where I don't know, a good twenty people were <laughs> milling about. And we all stopped and froze. He took a look around and just walked back out. He didn't <laughs> seem embarrassed. He didn't uh, acknowledge it. Just turned around and walked back out. Ugh, what a gem. R.I.P. Rick Majerus. Bro's been, uh, he's been gone for almost a decade now. Passed away in 2012. He had some great teams, though. At that Utah team, they could have won a national championship with, as you mentioned, Van Horn, Doliak, and Andre Miller. Keith Van Horn always thought he was going to be a better NBA player than he was. Yeah, me too. But I can't top seeing Rick Majerus naked. That's well, it's you know, it's, yeah, one of those things that uh, you don't want to see, <laughs> and yet you can't unsee it. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up on Game. What is Up on Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up on Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up on Game with me, LeVar. Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. You mentioned it, and I was going to bring it up uh, at the bottom of the hour, uh, but the Angels beat the Tigers 3-1. to one. Shohei Otani getting it done at the plate and on the mound. Eight innings pitched, one earned, six hits in getting the victory. I believe 8-1 and one now the record uh, for Mr. Otani. Also, oh, by the way, uh, his 40th home run of the season. Uh, so he has hit more home runs as a pitcher slash hitter than anyone has ever done it in the history of baseball. Of course, Babe Ruth was really the only one. And I, I guess it was 39 for him in a season. But Otani has the record now with 40. Uh, and oh, by the way, uh, Jack Morris, the Detroit TV analyst, not uh, there to see Shohei Otani get the win on the mound or hit his 40th home run. We, we talked about it yesterday, his mm-hmm. uh, his uh, really, really awful impression, uh, or whatever you want to call it, um, when he was talking about mock accent, I guess. There you go. Uh, when he was talking about Shohei Otani, so uh, he, he has been suspended. Uh, is it is it a suspension for the rest of the season, I believe? is that Did I read that correctly? Well, indefinitely. Indefinitely, okay. Was the term that my man Lou Riley just sent me on Twitter, so indefinitely for one Jack Morris. There you go. So, there, I mean, Shohei Otani, though, is the story. It, it really is. As, fa- as a matter of fact, Eddie, allow me to add uh, <clears throat> in three, two, one. Allow me to add a little bit more to the Shohei Otani conversation. Uh, let's use the second take, Roberto, where I didn't stumble over trying to say add. Uh, here's Otani at the plate. Oh, Otani oh. got it. He got it. Number 40. A franchise record for left hand. Shohei Otani, number 40. Seven incredible innings on the mound, and he just 
flashes a baseball a mile. <laughs> hey, is there ever a drop the mic moment in baseball? That might be it right there with that swing yeah. for Shohei. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Shower up, start the limo, start chipping away at the bust in Cooperstown. Is it too much, too soon? Not for me. <laughs> oh, look at Shohei. Dude. That is incredible how far that baseball went. <laughs> hey, when you're on the road and the fans are going nuts, that's how incredible it is. Oh. Was that the broadcaster or two drunk dudes that were mic'd up <laughs> in the middle of the stands? I... <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. I literally just said to Did Roberto you? while while that was playing, I was like, man, fast version gets so <laughs> amped bad. every yeah. Otani home run. It's <laughs> like, I, I don't want to get dumb, but it's like he... No, no. <laughs> Go ahead. No, no, I'm here for it. Go ahead. Good. Is, it a, is it like a comment that I once made about Drake? Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, by the way, by the way, good friend Mark Goob is also on the call there. He, oh, he used yeah. to work. He's a super nice dude. I yeah. love Goob. He's great, love man. I, it, I'm not hating on it. I, I should be clear. I, I'm an easy person whenever I get to call games. So there you go. But I, it, it, it reaches this point. With Otani, where even Matt Vaskersian goes, too soon? No, nah, no, nah, dude, this is amazing. And then you stop and you realize, this is pretty amazing. I mean, he became the first major league, and Eddie laid this out, I'm just uh, parroting what he said, becomes the first major league baseball player to hit 40 home runs this season and lowered his ERA to 2.79. The dude has 40 home runs and an ERA of 2.79. He now, as one of the game's most dominant pitchers, has almost half as many homers as the entire Pittsburgh Pirates have oh, this season. Oh, you had to go there. I'm sorry. Had to go there. <laughs> but it is a reach a little bit, right? I, I saw this stat. And I was like, well, he hit 40. The Pirates as a team have 92. So when you say it's almost half, we are rounding up considerably. Thank God for the Pirates, man. <laughs> Thank you, Pittsburgh Pirates. The Dodgers able to gain two games in in five days where they couldn't gain a single game when the Dodgers and Giants were playing on the same night since July 24th. But we'll get to that in just a bit. I, I, I don't know, Coop, what more I can add, right? What He's what not getting enough love, though. He's, I mean, he's I, not. He's right. not. And he, I'm sorry to say this, Coop, and I have a ton of people, friends and family who are Angels fans, but if he's playing for the Yankees or maybe even the Dodgers, I mean, that's got to be it, right? This is this is amazing what he's doing. This this deserves more attention. The only thing I can think of is that he plays for the Angels. He plays for a team that isn't. Well, if the Angels were be- were better, yeah. might help a little yeah. more. But yeah, I, if he was with the Yankees or the Dodgers, it might be. Wait. Well, yeah, if he was with the Yankees or Dodgers, it wouldn't matter what their record is. He would still be the top story. But I, I think. Uh, Roberto brings up a good point. If the Angels were a playoff team, I think he would be talked about a lot more. But it, it, he's not talked about enough regardless. It's just, it's insane. Uh, eight, eight and one. He's got 120 strikeouts and 100 innings. Like his 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 whip's almost at like one even. It's, it's just, it's it's crazy. As somebody who loves baseball, I would love to see him get hot towards the end of the season and uh, tie that Roger Maris' single season home run record of 61 or 62 and could be legitimate. Seems oh, oh. home run record. Oh, so because Barry like, Bonds, that's not legit, or McGuire, or Sosa. I like the way you're thinking here. All of a the sudden, then, because it I, would be legit. Was, what was the commercial that Fox used to have? That if they did it today, oh my gosh, uh, they would all be chicks canceled. dig the long ball. Chicks dig the long ball, right? But what what did we learn during that process? Right, man, people flock to their TVs to watch a chase like that. And how about I'm not about trying to create something. But, Roberto, this is the first time I've – honestly, you just bringing it up. What if they kind of started to, in a roundabout way, promote that? Hey, Shohei Otani is on the verge of hitting 61. Now, and you know again, that would be that would be the story. Everybody would be talking sure. about uh, how, how – you know, about that record and how it would, it would, be, le- it would be legit, you know? But would, I guess – But would baseball – Right. Go ahead. Uh, I know where you're going. I know where you're going. Yeah, because then that would, you know, in a sense, be them admitting that those re- or, or, you know, insinuating that those records aren't legitimate. And I don't know that they would go down that path. Well, yeah. there, there's, uh, but, but I mean, people aren't going into the Hall of Fame because of yeah, their I mean, use. So it's I, not like it's not out there. I watch MLB Network like every day. So I know there's guys on that network that uh, do not, you know, uh, put guys in the Hall of Fame because. 
a Bonds and McGuire because of what they did. So I know that some of those guys would be would be talking about that story of Otani. Right, but it's it's the baseball writers uh, that you know don't let them into the Hall of Fame. Right, it's not like baseball itself. There's no official like MLB stance against these guys and their records. By the way, maybe I'm going third rail here a little bit. No, go ahead. I'm ready. With the way a lot of the media is, like ESPN, aren't you shocked they aren't pumping up Shohei Otani a little bit more? Because they love to, you know, put their chest out about how they're uh, promoting, uh, you know, minority issues and supporting that kind of a storyline. Isn't it kind of surprising they aren't championing this a little bit more? Very. Now, they have Dak's shoulder to talk about, so, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's they, if I, I've spent a lot of time, I, Ed, Eddie and I have kind of joked about it, where maybe I've watched too much SportsCenter, but I know uh, during this, because they replay the same damn show over and over, at least we give you a fresh hour. Uh, every, well, I might reset the same topics, but we got a fresh hour every hour. But I'm just, as I watch this, it's, it's, it's all a couple of storylines from what's going on in the NFL, and... They'll show Shohei's home run, and that's it. And and I'm fine with that, but maybe a little bit more perspective. Maybe you send someone there to go more in depth. I mean, I, I get it. One of my – and I know we got a break. One of my, I guess you could say, benchmark takes, something that I have to always go back to when I complain about, oh, Ben's not talking enough about football, or ESPN's not showing me enough baseball highlights. Well, you know, now we've got the NFL Network, we've got the MLB Network, and – for those that are listening on the XM, you've got channels that cover everything. But I, I just – I think sometimes you have to acknowledge what's going on and you have to really embrace the story. There's only there's only so many different ways you can report on Deshaun Watson's case and there's only so many ways and so many experts you can get on about Dak Prescott's shoulder or these rookie battles for a quarterback job. These are now sports radio topics, right? Like We debate them. I – I don't know why we're not getting more on show. Hey, it's a great point. It's a great question. And I'm not even kidding, Roberto. I had not even thought about that being an angle until you brought it up. But it would be brilliant. I don't think baseball would ever do it. Because Bonds hit 73 in 2001. Mark McGuire hit 70 in 98. In 98, when McGuire and Sosa were going mano a mano, was one of the, the greatest summers of my life. Because, and I'm not even kidding. First, I was 23, I was skinny, and I was single. But beyond all that, we went to all the games. We went to Chicago. We took a damn train. I took an Amtrak to Chicago to go watch the Cubs and the Cardinals play in a series. Be- why? Because we wanted to see the home run chase. Now maybe you stop and you realize, hey, two dudes that aren't in the Hall of Fame that hold the whole home run single season record, but you got a dude that's about to eclipse the Hall of Famer with a potential 61 or 62 home run season. I love the idea. Listen, we're, we're way behind. I'll get more on this when we come back. Chris Blank, that's me, Eddie Garcia. Uh, the entire crew is here. Justin Cooper, Roberto Flores. It's Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my from this idea of, what do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. 
Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Nothing good happens after midnight unless you listen to the Ben Maller Show. Join the fastest-growing club on Fox Sports Radio. You can follow your host on Twitter. In for Ben Maller, it's Chris Plank. He's at Plank Show. On Facebook, it's... Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. And on Instagram, it's at Ben Maller on Fox. And you can add your touch to weekly show bits like Ask Ben and Lame Jokes. And now live in the Fox Sports Radio studios, in for Ben Maller, it's Chris Plank. Uh, let's roll on a, gosh, what day is it even? Do we say Thursday yet? Thursday on the East Coast and Central time zones. Happy Wednesday still. Though I think we're well over the hump in the Pacific time zone as we roll on. In for Ben Maller, I am Chris Plank. Uh, we're a little ahead of the chains here, so we've got like a fourth and short, so we'll uh, we'll sneak it to get to the top of the hour. But I love the reaction on Twitter to the the conversation brought up by Roberto in that maybe you think about how we're positioning the Shohei Otani conversation. And I, again, this has nothing to do with Jack Morris. I just want to make that very clear. I mean just in the coverage of it. Because let's look at this from the news gathering organizations for sports, which, you know, uh, an ESPN, if you will, right? Start the conversation about Shohei chasing the untainted single season home run record. And then you can, you have given your debate shows some juice, even though, yes, I I know there's got to be conversations to be had about football in the NFL, I, I absolutely understand. But it's it, it's fascinating to me. Uh, Lou writes, Otani, on Twitter, which is the best way to stay in touch with the show, at Plank Show, Otani is in the same predicament as teammate Mike Trout, who is making $37 million a year plus endorsements. Trout has been in one playoff series in a decade, in which he went one for 12 as the Royals swept the Angels. Oh, listen, we, we're going to wind up Coop next hour and just let him go off. I mean, the frustration with how the Angels can have two of the best, if not the best players and most marketable players in baseball and be this bad is got to be enraging. But we got to get them in front of the peeps. We got to get them in front of the masses because they are the kind of people, these are the kind of stories that can bring more people to the game. All right, when we come back, Ron Rivera is worried about the children We'll explain why in hour two on a busy night. Chris Plank in for Ben Maller on Fox Sports Radio. 
When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.